It's an idea as old as society itself, exchanging money for goods and services, like podcasts. So if you want some of that, go to patreon.com slash bmfcast. This week on the BAMFCast, see you around, Billy. One car, we're in. All right, welcome to the BAMFCast. Hey, BAMFCast. Hey, hi. 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 Hey. It's hi. episode 547. Wow. Miles per hour. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Sure. Uh, I'm Harlow. Hi. Uh, oh, hi. <laughs> We're each getting individual highs. Okay. Sorry. You done over there, Chuck? I'm BJ. I'm Chuck. Hi. Hi, Chuck. <laughs> <laughs> hi, Chuck. Would you like to know what we do each and every episode of this year's Bathcast? Okay. You know, we watch ourselves a quote unquote bad movie. Hmm. Then when we come in here and talk about it, then they get ratings, good, bad movies, enjoyable, bad movies. They get one to five jocks and robot, robot jocks. jocks. Hey, that's a movie with robots. It is. And jocks. But there are bad, bad movies. It's a stay away. They get a negative sliding scale. One to five bags is in giant bags of trash. Boo. In which they belong. Gross. Yeah. Uh, yes, the original Gone in 60 Seconds, which I know sounds strange, but there is an era of time where there's some people that remember there was a remake in 2000 with mm-hmm. Nicolas Cage of Gone in 60 Seconds that... Ha- as Chuck says, is kind of sort of even vanished from. I think our audience society. is well familiar with it. I, yeah, I think it's, our it, our Nicholas Cage uh, files out there would be well versed in this. It just doesn't have the rock con air staying power. Sure, that movie just is like that's out there. That's a movie. Yeah. I think if you ask, people know about it. I just think nobody wants to watch it. I think beyond that gif <laughs> of him doing yeah. the thing, which was in every trailer, I don't think anyone can name one goddamn thing that happens in that movie. Uh, he steals <laughs> Eleanor. He's gone in sixty seconds. It's true. Yes. Uh, Harlow said there was sex in a back of in the back of a car. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, like in the back of a Volkswagen. Yeah. Um, there's a car jump. Uh huh. Probably. There's a silver Mustang called Eleanor. Uh huh. Yeah, I think it was a Cobra, a Shelby Cobra, actually. I, I think in that version. Which, I mean, is yeah. a is a souped up Mustang in yeah. that version, but could have been. But I mean. Shelby Cobras, never mind. I'm not going to give you the whole history of Shelby Cobras. Okay. Good, because I don't want it. <laughs> it's just saying, it doesn't have to be one type of car. But yeah. we're here to give you the entire history of the Gone in 60 Seconds franchise. Uh, yeah, this, this is, is this is the 74, the original version yep. that we are covering. Yep. Uh, is this semi-fresh to Blu-ray, or has it no, just been sitting around for a while? Okay. Uh, uh, directed by, written by, produced by, starring by H.B. Uh, Halicki. Mm-hmm. Uh, yes. Some, his friends call him Toby. As you or do. I guess we could too. I mean, he's you know, it's an air quoted nickname. Yeah, if that's what he wanted to be called, we'll call him Toby. I assume Toby. it's some play on HB Toby. You know, I don't. Sure. You know, yeah. Sure. Why not? But yeah, HB uh, or not Toby. <laughs> <laughs> that's it. He was a Shakespeare man. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Car crash and Shakespearean. Yeah. Just lived in a little hamlet and had cars. Yeah. Yep. So let's start off with HB Halicki. Okay. okay. Because I wanted to know about where he came from and why. Why'd you do this? Why he did this <laughs> and where all of these cars came from. Where did you come from? Where did you go? Where did you come, come from, from, Toby? 
go in 60 <laughs> seconds. Um, I made Good it work. Job. Made it work. Nailed it. Um, so basically, his uh, his father started a um, started an automobile repair shop in like 1919. <laughs> um, so thousands of years ago, okay. uh, which apparently was still open as of 2020. Oh. Um, Haliki, uh, H.B. Toby, was one of 13 children. Mm. Um, Goddamn. Yeah. I think Dad should have probably pulled out in 60 seconds. <laughs> right. <laughs> um, but he moved to moved to California, opened up as like an impound and towing business, and I think just started collecting cars. Was it just like, I got all these cars here? <laughs> And that's basically it. Like, he just, he had a huge car collection, apparently also a huge toy collection. And most of the cars featured in this movie were from his collection in some way. Okay. Like, so, he bought all of the cop cars at uh, that were in, featured in this movie sure. at various auctions and things mm-hmm. before he even recorded it and just had them laying around. Yeah. So he just kind of been squirreling away this dream for years by via... His 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 family having some legit money because I mean I'll be honest like when I when watching this movie all that came to mind with, with no backstory is just having been to places in Vegas where there's like car museum after car museum of semi ill gotten gains you, right. you know what I mean right. like either I mean because gambling in and of itself is kind of gross I mean just profiting off of it but I'm saying like at whatever level it's just like I have all this money I'm gonna go buy a thousand Rolls Royce Phantoms because whatever I like them you know and, <laughs> right you know like uh but yeah, yeah I, was, I was just I thought like it just felt like he was the son of one of those people or was one of those people and it was just like I have access to all these cars, so why not make a movie? Had family yeah. money, yeah. yeah had, but a, had a thriving yeah. business, had access to a bunch of cars, and right. was like, I should do something with all this. Sure. Sure. Movies are popular at yeah. the drive-in. I could make one of those. <laughs> I'm sure he movies saw, are popular. I'm sure he saw something with a car chase in it. And was like, you know what? People can watch this in their car. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And we can rent a whole bunch of this shit. Right. And I'll make the first 30 minutes so goddamn boring that they can get all the fucking out of the way. Right. Well, yeah, you got to settle. You got to tune the radio to get the frequency sure. to hear the tune your movie. Girlfriend. Yeah. Um, but he, he made a movie in 1972 before this ah. uh, called Love Me Deadly. Uh, he was an actor and producer on that mm-hmm. and then and then made this shortly after. So we got a taste. Yeah. All right. But yeah, it's um as I alluded to the this is a setup for a car theft movie basically. The plot is uh I mean like there's I'm, a lot of time in like establishing shots yeah. and shots of people doing stuff with voiceover right. over it. Yeah. And it's usually vaguely related or sometimes not related at all, I, but I would say kind of a, around whatever is being talked about. I yeah. feel like without exaggeration, there is a good 10 to 15 minutes of shots with before there's like a settle the camera and have a dialogue conversation like where it is on screen. Like, I feel like it. Oh, is, yeah, for it, sure. It, I feel like it is a lot of people arriving in airports, driving around in cars. There's conversation happening like on the but background. It's never directly it's, yeah. on screen. You're it's just kind of like... you're kind of like watching what the people yeah. are doing and also just general car like a lot of the b-roll footage isn't really focused on what they're talking about it's just like ah we got this so slap it in there while they're talking about their upcoming crimes so that this movie has somewhat of a plot and i think it's it's 
probably good that we've been kind of dancing around the history of this guy and the making of it because the plot is basically some dudes to get together. They have a list of cars they want to steal. I think something goes bad. Like, well, they grab well, a, they no, get, they, grab, they grab a car full of drugs. One guy's like, holy shit, fuck the cars. We have like a billion dollars worth of heroin here. And the other guy's like, uh, no, we're car thieves. Yeah. Well, let me, let me back you up a yeah, little bit yeah. because these guys, so they have a front that's a quote unquote legitimate business where they do like insurance investigations. Mm-hmm. Right, that's their. It's like chase investigations or something. Right. That's their front legal business, and then they steal cars on the side, um, and then yeah, they're almost and like then bounty they, hunters for cars, like but for the insurance company. Yeah, yeah well, yeah, and, but wants, they're yeah. but they're also bounty hunters for cars for people who want a specific car to right. be stolen. Yeah. Right, because like so this they contract is a yeah. is a drug lord contract. Yeah, the dude's okay. like, give me these forty cars. Right, and so they they actually chop a car in the in the beginning. They basically buy a salvage title car they chop it up take all of the identifying information off of that car and then go steal another car and put all the chopped cars you know badging and vin number and all that stuff or vin number Uh, so you don't have to you don't have to repair this piece of shit car you just take the stuff out of it that's identifiable steal the exact same car that is a functional car and sell it off to somebody Yeah. yeah So uh, that's their like that's their ring, and then they get this big contract for to steal forty eight cars in a week from uh, various places for this drug yeah, king Pablo Esco car. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but their their thing is they only steal cars that are insured, and there's a code. It's, but that's the only code, though. Yeah, and also it doesn't. Mostly. It seems like it's really one person's code because also these people have names, but it's not they're not said often enough to like pumpkin. Well, yeah, I feel like it's Pumpkin, <laughs> if that's actually her name and not just a pet name, is like, don't forget the code. We're only stealing insured cars. And I feel like our main character, dude. Well, here's the thing. me Haliki, whatever his name is in the movie. With every crime slash, slash Ma- heist uh, movie. Ma- Mandalorian Pierce Pierce Pace. Yes. Uh, Ma- Ma- Good. Mandarin. What? Good job. Mandrain Pace. Yes. What the f- Mandarin. Here's the okay. deal. With any kind of this movie, you can't have a team of level-headed normal people who are all on the same wavelength. You have to have someone who's batshit fucking insane, which is how the third act will kick off in any of well, these things. Sure, yeah, it's the... But know, this guy's not the, really that insane. Nobody is, yeah. Nobody's really that He crazy. gets that way over the drugs. Oh, oh yeah. He, he's, well, like, okay, so you're well, talking... because you're, one guy wants to get them in trouble with the drugs, and... Yeah. And, yeah. okay, so... Like, let's establish, like, so there's the main guy, is the main director dude. Is, yes. Let's just say his, 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 just say his name is Pace. Mm-hmm. There's Pumpkin, who is the lady who never actually does any car stealing. She just she like runs the office and she's coordinates the moral everything. Center yeah, and also people. apparently the moral center of everything because she's the one that's like, there's I don't even I'm I'm sorry I don't know. There's one black guy on the on the crew. Don't couldn't even pick him out of the list of people. It doesn't matter. Well, because there's two people with pictures on the IMDb. Right. That's so. yeah. And I mean, there's another generic dude that looks sort of like Weird Al, just because in that he has the split mustache that Weird Al used to have, like mm-hmm. that I can't grow hair right in the direct in the middle of my... Mm-hmm. And then and then there's a guy that just looks like a Will Forte character. I mean, and the Will Forte character yeah. is the one that like, like 
is the one that he, he's like almost every scene he walks in, he's just like, Jesus Christ, God damn it. Where are the, wah. he's just always, he's sort of incending out every time he walks into well, a because scene. They've accosted him at his wedding. Sure. Yes. And he's like, I'm going on my honeymoon. And they're like, no, you're not. You're going to come steal 48 yeah. cars with us. And he's like, fuck you guys. And so he's on edge already. <laughs> right. Yes. Because he I'm not hasn't saying, gotten laid yet. I, I'm not <laughs> saying he's not wrong. Like they're assholes for, you know, the you know work life balance thing that they don't respect <laughs> the fact that the guy just got married like literally they show up at his wedding and they're like come on you know <laughs> we're going to go steal cars the thing but about, anyway like the that, thing about the crew though yeah. the, the problem with it and it's it's stupid to criticize a lot of this because mm-hmm. you're here for one reason only sure. but for for the portion of the movie that is supposed to be set up they they don't show you anything really that the bulk of these other people are doing mm-hmm. and it's also hard to suss out exactly who is doing what because they all put on Beastie Boys sabotage makeup and this has got to be where they specifically take that from because I mean like this looks horrifically fake even for like sanity standards I'm just saying like how these people ever walked out and were like that is a normal human and not a person wearing well, a really bad fake wig. The seventies. Yeah, I know. I'm just, <laughs> yeah. I, Even when they had their wigs off, their hair was pretty. Yeah, I know. I, but I'm just saying, like it is. It was all very like. Yeah, that is a person wearing a wig. I. But they clearly. never. They never really give you a sense of we need this guy from the wedding because he does this one thing no. really well. They no. don't. The only thing that you know this guy does really well is get increasingly sweaty and f- angry at what's happening, and eventually. Oh my God! There were drugs here. I want them. Yeah. The problem. The problem is, is that we don't know any of these jabronis' roles here. So, like, except for like car thief. Yeah. I think that was all there. They were all just right. I mean, car there's thief. like I said, there's office manager slash moral center, and then everyone else is put on wig, and we won't know who's who in which scene, and go steal a list of cars until we've got all but one. And oh look, it's Eleanor. It's a seventy three Mustang, the star this, of the film, the star of the film. Yeah. Which, yeah, that's another thing. Like, we probably should have started there. The opening credits, the very first starring credit is Eleanor, which is the now the first credit is is H B Halicki. Well, the second a, credit is just, Eleanor. I, I mean, the first starring credit, like he gets a produced, directed, whatever. I don't even think it said starring. I think he's like put his starring credit later. But I'm saying, like, the very first like starring Eleanor is like the first thing. So mm-hmm. yeah, it's just it's a little weird. It's a little... I, I don't know. Man had a vision. Sure. It's the 70s. Okay. Right. I don't... That's not an so, excuse. I don't let, think... Let totally me. is. The 70s were all about just people trying weird shit. Okay. In film. Like, especially low-budget filmmaking. People right. just weren't making credits the way that you think people make credits. They I, were... Yeah, I guess. I, well, let me, let me give you a little piece of trivia that explains a lot about this movie. Mm-hmm. There was no script for this movie. That's obvious. Um, okay. Like, That's not at they... all. There was a vague, not even storyboard. There was like, we want to do this, uh, so we're going to go ahead and do it. And that's that's pretty much... Yeah, that's what I mean. I mean so, the, the, like I said, the, trying to recant, or, you know, the, the story of this is like... We can't recant the story of this, but yeah, whatever. I'm just saying it's it's weird, like, trying to... Because there's not... There's almost no plot. I mean, these guys get together, have a list of cars, shit goes bad. There's details. I mean, they, yeah. they do drop enough... I mean, there's an outline of a story here that the remake then properly fleshes out, but what they're doing isn't uh, hard to follow. Like, it, it's it's not just, these are guys, and what are they doing? Oh, now they have another car. Why do they have that? I mean, it, it's... They've... They've gone and met the drug guy, and he's like, "Give me these cars." And then they 
start making code words for the cars and they recruit everybody and then it's I, kind of weird that they go to the airport and then but they're in the same city they were in anyway because they just go back to their garage yeah I, I, but, that's what i'm saying you're, you're i none of this may i didn't catch any of this i didn't even know they were getting cars for a drug guy well Seriously. i mean it, you were I'm not telling, paying enough attention i'm telling you it was it, like, was it was in there okay yeah. <laughs> i'm not i i can understand you saying you weren't following it but i'm telling you it was there because i got it from somewhere and yeah. it was okay. the movie <laughs> well i so. just i mean this I I don't know. I just feel like you're putting more cohesion to this because this is like no that it was is, it was definitely there. Yeah. Like well, I just I mean to the whole thing. I mean like okay, so maybe they guy says I want forty cars, but from there for the next one hour, I have no idea what the fuck happens. It's dark. People are talking and saying well, one random scene shit. Is dark. I, I just, when they steal one one of the cars, yeah, it, I, it is very dark. It, Basically, gonna... every scene for the next like forty minutes is them going to pilfer one car or another yeah okay. and then they're the staking, next 40 they're minutes out, is car chase yeah they're they're staking out certain cars they there's a, a a sequence where they are ordering limousines for various things and they give the driver instructions to go inside and meet the person and then harry man comes over and steals the limousine it, it's it, it's it's all bad crimes because these are all very easily tied back to where you are things like hey maybe it's the people who ordered a car to their house and oh they're not they're, no they're not ordering cars to their house well, yeah. right they're ordering <laughs> they're it to hotels, a random hotel okay. yeah. and some cantina yeah. and stuff like that yeah, right. like but, it's shit you couldn't get away with now for sure no, no I, none, I, I none guess, of these yeah. crimes would work now but but in the seventies, yeah, yeah. I but it. also, there weren't even any laws back then. Crime was so easy then because everyone just like I have to go into the bank. I'll just leave my car running, <laughs> right? And right. go into the bank, I, and then they drive they, by and they're they, like, "Oh, they, wait." <laughs> I feel like people just, leave their car, their car keys inside their car so like often. In you the 70s. started, you watched this movie and like rewrote history. Like I have never known anyone that was ever as fucking stupid as anyone has ever in this movie like i mean it's, no, it's, all of history. it's an exaggeration but, but like, uh, by the time the 80s rolled around everybody and, <laughs> oh, and sure. you were awake okay. everybody <laughs> they, had they, figured well, this it movie out. came yeah. out and they were like oh shit yeah if yeah. i go into the bank and leave my car running someone will steal it that's people crazy. still do that shit though. i know like, i know i've like seen people it people up north uh that's one of the things how you how you know that people up north have been turned crazy by the cold mm-hmm. is they will just leave their cars running while they go have breakfast. My my neighbors do this. What? They just leave their car running like all the time. Like your neighbors currently? Yeah. Why? I don't know. I don't know. But it's so weird. But if they want to do that that's fine, but you should know better. I mean really you should fucking know better. <laughs> like what do you mean? Like it's just sitting in their driveway running like yep. at night? What, do they like leave like, it overnight? No, like, not overnight. I might not be able to start it in the morning. No, but just so I gotta, I gotta let like make Jimmy run out there and fill like, it up with a few gallons of gas. By it, like I mean, no. I, I would twenty walk... to thirty minutes at a time, just in their driveway, idling. Sometimes they're in the car. Sometimes they're not in the car. I would go out. Are they working on the car? I would no. go out and take it on principle. I mean, like I'm yeah, not a thief, should. and I would do that. I mean, literally, like I. I well, see, this is why crime was easy in the seventies. So we've, we've <laughs> no, established. I just, I mean, like, I mean, sometimes I feel like. There's certain things like I mean, like if you walked in a store and the cash register was sitting there wide open, like I feel like you would just you, be like, "You're allowed to take a little bit." I feel like you'd just be trouble. like, "I'm just to prove for the a point." Sight you've seen. I just oh be, god, cash. I just say like it's sitting there and and twenties are flipped up like ready to grab, and you're just like, 
the fuck is wrong with you? Like, I'm going to take some of this just so you're well to teach you something. Now you fun. understand. This is the toll you pay for the 1970s. Right? <laughs> this is what was going. People were too trusting. People were like, "Hey, I, man, check I, it I, later." I guess I just want to be like some kind of Robin Hood of knowledge. <laughs> like, I'm just going to steal a little bit from you, so you're not stupid later. So, like, you know, they won't notice if oh, you okay. steal a little bit. Oh, yeah. You just have to take the car. All right. All right. Um, so I, you know, they're doing. They're just. They're doing a lot of. The thing that the movie doesn't do well, among other things, is that it doesn't really go over this checklist. They've they've given it all these cars names, mm-hmm. which is a good way to identify what they're doing and and to not just say, "Hey, go steal a Chrysler or LeBaron well, and or also some they shit." Just keep making like off off well, not off color. I mean, yes, they're just not great jokes. I mean, there's like one. They of did them. they did it for one name. He's I like, "Hey, what's did, name of your girlfriend?" No, I, think Joe, they, yeah. I think they did that for somebody else. Like there was something like there, I feel like they kept like. There was eighty yard misogynistic Maybe. and whatever kind of jokes. Was, yeah, they were like, "Hey, what's your new girlfriend's name?" And they're like, uh, "It's Jill or something." Like, oh, "Okay, I'm called this car Jill." And he's like, "Why?" He's like, "Because oh, she's a wreck too." Ha <laughs> ha. Yeah, and yeah. it's like, yeah, it's like. But they, luckily, but, they got that one out of the way early yeah. in the movie. But they just they just don't do a lot of establishing for that stuff. Yeah. The 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 blueprint of it is there. They just not good at. Now, now we got a tip that this car over here is, the, you know, it's just they go from having no cars to having 42 cars super quick. Yeah. There's not a lot of connective tissue. Right. And then the first problem arises when they're like, hey, we got this car. And they're like, hey, all right, get that junk out of the trunk. And it's like golf clubs. And all of a sudden it's like, oh, shit, drugs. Yeah, I, like, I feel like they stole and unstole like three cars throughout the course of this. And I don't understand why. That's why I'm saying I don't understand because they were like. They went and stole a car and then, like, did the whole repurpose the VIN and everything and then stole it back and crushed it because it could connect them or something. No, that one was actually pretty, like, they actually spent some time on that because okay. what what happened was um, <laughs> they, so they, you know, they stole and, and, and swapped that car uh-huh. and then that they the sold Challenger. it on. Yeah, the Challenger. They sold it on to whoever who then, like, traded it in or something to a dealership. Mm-hmm. So... They were being asked to actually investigate that, investigate themselves, mm-hmm. right, um, by the police or somebody or the insurance company. So they had to go cover that up, okay. and that's why they restole that car and then crushed it. Yeah, uh, that was the I, next I just, one that they maybe I just I, I don't know maybe I I must have just tuned out because like I swear I none of this yeah, was sinking yeah. in at all. I, I mean they they went over it and it was. It was there, but like this movie doesn't make itself that easy to follow. No. So the second car that they unstole, well, no, that was that was like the third car they unstole. The, the first car they unstole was the original Eleanor, which yes. was stolen out of somebody's driveway. But then they got in a long chase, and he had to leave that car. Um. Well, yeah, like they took it back to the guy. Like that was the one that was at night. That was extremely hard to follow because, yeah. like, yeah, it's. Yeah, ugh. I mean, I'm just like thinking and back to they, some of these scenes. They it's just like they took car? it back because because they the guy gives chase and causes an mm-hmm. accident. The okay. cops arrest him. Yeah, it causes all kinds of shit. He's like, they stole my car, and they're like, we'll be the judge of that. And they drive him back to his house, <laughs> right. and they're like, is this your car? And he's like, yes. And they're like, all right, pal, <laughs> fuck but you. But also, I <laughs> I don't know. This scene was all so dark that I I can't be sure, but I swear there was a Texas switch here because. I could have swore that he crashed this drunk guy's car somewhere along the way. Like, that's why I didn't understand. No, that it. was a completely, there that was, was a, another car that okay. was just ca- 
another crash near. that was caused by the car. <laughs> it was yeah. a, it was station wagon at an intersection. Yeah, I just I'm saying like this whole scene is like at night and they didn't bring any yeah. lights and there was dialogue. The, the setup for this is also stupid because it's just it's like this Coen Brothers scene of like put upon guy and overbearing wife and he's just trying to read. You don't his have paper. to write that. Huh? You don't have to write that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. And it was just, it was weird. It's just, she's just like, take out your dog. And then he's like, oh, I want to. And then like, oh no, my car's getting stolen. And I'm just saying like, I did that all out of favor because that goes on for a long time. Yeah. It, it, that, that yeah. was, that was the first instance of them stealing a car and then putting it back. Sure. Anyway, but, and then they do the challenger. Yeah. They crush that. And, and then, then the cops. Well, no, that's like the third, briefly. that's the third one. But the, the second one I think is the drug car where they, right. they take the drug car and they're like, uh, we're yeah. getting rid of this. We're going to take right. it out into the and desert that, and that they burn it. Rift with the Will Forte guy. Cause he's like, we would have made a whole bunch of money on the drugs. And he's the like, guy's like, no, fuck we, you. That we're car we, guys. And, yeah. We don't do drugs. And he gets we all have angry. A code again. So th- they barely escape the because like their detective friend ish detect- friendly detective comes and uh, visits them and but they have spilled drugs on the floor and there's this whole well caper so of like we've got to not let him see the they heroin. pull out the bag of drugs and the one dude pulls out the largest knife in the world to stab it open and in the panic of because there's a knock at the door and it's the ah, it's the cops and they're like. Fuck everything. So they hide all the drugs, but the one oh, thing that's... this is where I can make my one joke, because they have a hot water heater, an actual legitimate hot water heater, because... This it, thing's rad. Well, they have a they have a <laughs> fake water heater, which is the real actual device. It's a motorized... But it, it's motorized, and it's not you know, it's not functional, and it it's like a hidey spot for your fake license plates and stuff. Yes. Or, I mean, you know, He has stolen. a shoebox that I'm he just saying, it's, stuff in. It's, it's all their stolen stuff is in the water heaters. They're, they're yeah. ergo yeah. an actual hot water heater. So and they put they put some drugs in there. But as they're hiding all the drugs, the one bag that's open falls on the floor. And then it's a comical, like, there's drugs on the floor. <laughs> Don't let the cops see the drugs. Yeah. But when they get the knock at the door, it's like, oh, shit, it's the cops. But then it's just like, hey, it's me. I'm your cop friend. I was just fucking with you. Anyway. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's like friend. Like, that's what I'm saying. It's like they're friendly detectives. He's the guy who works yeah. with them for their insurance right. bullshit. And he's just like, cool car, I'm going to sit in it. And they're like, yeah, can can you back it up so that Earl can get through the door? And he's like, yeah, all right. So he revs the engine and it blows the drugs away. And yeah. then it's yeah. like, very convenient. It yes. blows the drugs away. Except we found out it's heroin. We thought it was cocaine. But it looked like cocaine. But it's I mean, usually early. when you have large, that many large bags of powder, it's not heroin. Because I think that guy was right. I think a million probably was lowballing that amount of heroin it was a lot of that drugs. was a lot of fucking heroin i mean it really was, it was but but it was see, like 15 bags yeah. you you also think like in a regular movie because they're like where'd you get this car from you got to put it back and it was like oh it was in front of this this poker house and they're like fuck man that's this you gotta know what the fuck take that thing back so you think okay now mr drug lord is going to be on to them and that's going to be a third act conflict no nothing like that no. they just take that car out to the beach and set it on fire <laughs> yeah, which is probably the best idea. It really, yes, because considering that... how well crimes were researched and solved in the seventies, yeah, uh, yeah. So, but so the one dude, the dude who was getting married, is just like, man, fuck all y'all. I'm calling that one cop, and I'm gonna say, hey, you should maybe go check out this he area. Yeah, he basically gives him a tip on where yeah. he's gonna steal the replace, replacement, yeah. Eleanor, because the cops have been like, man, lots of cars are getting stolen, huh? And the guys are like, yeah, totally, and he's like. 
Although it's weird, like none have been stolen in the last five minutes. They're like, yeah, <laughs> weird, huh? Anyway. Oh, no, he's like, the, the cop is like, there have probably been 10 more oh, yeah. cars stolen in the last five minutes. And he looks around and is like, nope. Doubt it. <laughs> nope. Doubt it. No, yeah. I don't think so. It's like, like, you yeah. dumb idiot. Yeah. Yeah. So, but so yeah. Then they have to return yeah. Eleanor. Right. I guess is that the same Eleanor as well? They no because the they beginning? were they, they were, had one. They did some more ADR dialogue. This one I actually did catch. They're driving down the road and they see what turns out to be the radio DJ drives up along next to him, and, and he just with ADR dialogue, he's like, "Hey, look, an Ele- another Eleanor," and he's like, "Those are everywhere. Don't worry about it. We got to go get whatever." Oh no, he says like, "I'll this, remember that for later in yeah. case something happens." Right. So the other one. They already had, but I think they mark. were on their way to steal that weird Manza or whatever that weird Manta, 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 Manta. Manta yeah. Whatever it was, that um, plastic car. Uh, so there are a bunch of really fucking cool cars in this mo- in this movie. There are mm-hmm. uh, like thirty cars that are fucking awesome. Yeah, um, none of them was a wrecked. Manta like related to a Stingray. Like, is it not? I don't know what that car is. That's... Was it just they were like Stingray sucks. We're gonna make a Manta. It's that better. was the kind of bullshit that was going on around yeah. that time. <laughs> um, but yeah, he's like, yeah, we'll we'll save that one for later in case we have to do something. But one of the things that Pumpkin was doing back at the office is she's running every time they steal a car she they had told her to keep an eye out for some sort of insurance claim and she has some way of getting into the dmv or something and and figuring this out so it comes back that um eleanor wasn't insured no there's a classified ad in the newspaper that says this is my prized possession it's the only thing i have in the world it's not insured please consider returning it and they're like, oh, geez, we have a heart. We can't. We got to give this one back. We'll go get the one at the International Tower. That will that fuck yeah. that guy. But yeah, <laughs> the Will Forte guy basically tips him off. Like, hey, there's going to be a theft at this place, and so they've got dudes watching it, staking it out. So they roll up in their sabotage gear, and he's just like, I don't know, it could be a businessman, and comes out and has the car, and the alarm goes yeah, off. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And they're like, that dumb businessman forgot to turn off his alarm. And right. then he pops the hood and turns it off. They're like, well, ah, that's no businessman. <laughs> rips the yeah. cable out. He doesn't turn yeah. it off. Yeah. Well, that's, yeah, he yeah. does turn it off. Well, yes. <laughs> he doesn't fix the cable. <laughs> he doesn't turn it off in the uh, proper and normal way. Right. No. Um, but yeah, so as we said, the, there's just the rest of the movie is one long yes, giant car chase. From this point on, it is a 40-minute car chase. Right. Um, and I don't, I mean. Which I will tell you is greatness. It's awesome. Like, in, as far as like. When it first start starts, you're like, how good is this going to be? Because there was only a hint of, like, when they were towing the Challenger away at one point, there's a security guard chasing them who has a dog. And that is another great car chase. Scene. Yeah. There, Holy shit. There is one very dangerous U-turn that this thing takes where it's just like, are you going to keep that thing on the tow truck or is it going to go flying off of there? I I noticed after, well, somewhere in the middle of the scene, like, so this, this uh, Mustang's mounted backwards. On, on this tow truck, or actually, I don't even know if it was Challenger. Challenger, yeah. Um, but, like, I think that they might have had someone in the car turning the wheels to compensate for how hard this thing was yeah, turning. Yeah, they I, had to do something. Because, I mean, because, yeah. you know, it's, a, it's an old-style wrecker, you know, not a flatbed wrecker like we have nowadays. Right. I mean, you don't see these kind of records very often because they're it's bad. It's the one with, like, the strappy yeah. things yeah, and everything. They're, yeah. the, they're the kind that are bad for your car, so we stopped using them for the most part. Yeah. Uh, but um, The old axle snatcher. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it's just like, hey, the frame and stuff is really not meant to put all the weight on here and then yeah. drag it around. Uh, but 
Almost got anyway, Chuck on that one. So, yeah, but I mean, this thing is on backwards, which is kind of unusual to do in that configuration anyway. And then, like I said, I, I'm pretty sure in one of those turns, you can see yeah. the wheels kind of go with it. Like, yeah. sort of like, you know, sort of like fire truck, uh, hook and ladder style, you know, like it was the rear right, driver. The tiller. Yeah. Um, and they also, at one point, that car almost flips. Like, it starts to bounce, oh, yeah. like, left and right on its, uh, on the remaining tires on the ground. Yeah. All right. Really, really good chase. All the car stunts in this movie are right. But, but the, the the toe sequence is the only thing that gives you any indication that maybe the upcoming car chase is going to be frightening because yeah. this one stunt of of do, just doing the U turn and and driving fast with it, you're like, okay, they're not fucking around. This is not like, hey, let's be careful. These cars are expensive. This is just like, nah. Shoot it! <laughs> it's it's a Mustang that came out last year. Fuck it! You know, I mean, it's basically. I mean, right. I think it's, it's not like, a classic. Yeah. It's just they're a dime a dozen. Fuck that! Right? Thing. I mean, I think that's like where, where it really came down to. Um, yeah, I uh, haven't looked at the Internet Movie Car database on this yet. Yeah. Oh, it's I just mean, a picture it's, of a guy jacking it. It is. A, it's a. It's a. <laughs> you know, I mean, it's it's as they say, it is kind of like the last of the Mustangs. Really, I mean, the '73 is about when they stopped being cool. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, if you liked them ever, because they all got destroyed. Well, I mean, I was just saying, like they, they started getting more, more and more watered down until they became the plastic shithole things they were in the eighties and on to. The I don't know. Now. I saw one out on the road the other day. It must have been a brand new one. Where I was like, oh, they got some of that shit back. Hmm. It looked pretty good. They definitely have style now. Yeah, that, that's yeah. for sure. Yeah, I have style. I just don't like it. <laughs> yeah, but anyway, uh, anyway, uh, what was I going to say? I, I think this is a, as fine a point as any to just go ahead and get this out of the way because I want to. I want to. I want to finish my Debbie Downering because I don't want to downer the, this this finale. I just it's I want anyway. I want to say my piece <laughs> and then get it out of the way. Um, watching watching this movie, like I, I clearly I didn't like any of the setup stuff. So I mean, this is kind of a tale of two movies because I mean, you've got this bullshit. We barely know how to make a movie, and then set into giant car chase spectacle thing. You know, it was just. Well, they they didn't know how to make that either because they almost no. died several well, times. Yeah, and I mean, I think that's what I'm about. That's what I'm. That's kind of what I'm getting to is, I I have to go ahead and say it that like I I feel like my my worldview has changed to a point that like I I feel like if I watched Roar now I would feel differently about it, and I'm saying like I have Roar vibes from this like and. I mean that in terms of like one hundred percent because yeah. like nothing about this felt safe, and I was like, oh, no, and like no. I like I mean, you were saying like this is like really good filmmaking. I I disagree wholeheartedly. I feel like this is like a calamity or a near miss fatality that was caught on film. That's and, great filmmaking, but it's not. That's not good filmmaking. That's the good filmmaking. I, I will say the sequel where he died filming no. it is bad filmmaking. No. But he survived this, and no one else died. Therefore, good filmmaking. No, that's bad filmmaking. Bad, good filmmaking is George Miller doing this shit and making it safe and making it look dangerous. That's good filmmaking, not fucking. I don't know. Hey, y'all, watch this and like, well, didn't die. That's fucking stupid. I mean, that's, you make be, one salient point. This is hey, y'all, watch this. The car chase. Sure. Yeah, I, for I am sure. I am just saying that. Like, I don't think that's good filmmaking. I think that's like dumb luck, and that's. That's never. I will never applaud that. Like, I, that's why Forrest Gump fucking sucks as a movie. There's no reason for it why Forrest Gump should succeed ever. Forrest Gump is one of the worst characters ever. It's like it's just like your dumb luck. It will get you everywhere in life. No need to actually try. Whatever. It's <laughs> for Forrest Gump is a piece of shit. But anyway, the the movie, not the character. Whatever. It's both. But 
I'm just saying, like, dumb luck is, like, never should be a motivation for, like, how anything is done. And, like, that's everything about this is, like, the, the, the way the, the characters operate throughout the movie and the way the movie was made is all dumb luck. I, I know well, we're close to the same age, and uh-huh. therefore neither of us has actual waking knowledge of the 1970s. Right. However, the 1970s was this on a daily basis. What? Just almost dying. And if you didn't, <laughs> it was a good day. <laughs> <laughs> I mean that aside. There, okay, so I'm gonna I'm gonna talk about two potentially separate things. Okay, uh, one is I think that all of the car chase stuff is shot pretty well. Sure, and lots edited, of coverage. The editor, whoever the editor is, I I know his name is there, but <laughs> had nothing to go on because he didn't have a script. All he had was basically a story, mm-hmm. and like there was like the construction scene. Or the construction area scene, like the guy brought him a circle on a piece of paper and said, "We went around this dust bowl area <laughs> twice. That's what we did. Edit it, yeah, right. And it'll and, match because everything's cloudy. But I'm saying, <laughs> right. like, okay, substitute tigers for cars. And do you think Roar was well made? Would you say Roar was a well made thing? Roar was dangerous yeah. as fuck and highly irresponsible." I mean, I just, I would not at any point ever say, like, Roar is a well-made thing because it was highly ir- irresponsible, and this was too. And I mean, and to the point that, like, six people might have gotten mauled in Roar. They were driving through the middle of wherever the hell they were around people that they could have murdered all over the place. What they did is dangerous as shit. Sure. Um, the results look fantastic on film. You are right that it is irresponsible. Okay. But there is some good... There is some quality and skill in this, and there's probably some stunt drivers that were professional stunt drivers that knew how to do this without dying. Now, the lead actor guy, this is the second movie he's he was in. I don't think he has any other credits as like a stunt driver or anything, should not have been doing this stuff himself. Mm-hmm. In fact, he almost killed himself three or four times. And- I will actually give him credit for doing it himself, though, because he is not putting... He's not telling someone else, go out there and almost die. He, like, this dude with his car collection, I guarantee you, was out on racetracks and stuff like that, just, just stunting around doing all this shit. Like, he didn't just get in a car and was like, I could do this now. Like, I, I know shit went right. wrong, but it's because there are so many things that come down to fractions of an inch, you know? And like the 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 one accident that's in this film where he gets clipped and hits the light pole where he almost died, that was literally just timing and and just timing from the other guy who braked or or didn't break as soon as he was supposed to. Yeah. So, but I appreciate that the lead actor, director, writer, producer man was like, "I'll be the one out there. Don't worry about it. If I die, yeah. it's me. It was my choice. I did this." But also, you have people who aren't participating in the film like on the sides of the roads that aren't you know that aren't involved with this who are still at great danger like yeah, great yeah, grave danger absolutely. that's what and, i mean yeah. and this was filmed so slapdash mm-hmm. that there are people you can see in the film who aren't actors and don't know what's going on rushing over to like to where someone has just crashed yes. yeah. and they're like oh shit i uh, and yelling and waving at the police officers because they think they're not stopping for this crash. Right. So, <laughs> which they don't. The cops yeah. in this film do not stop for any crash. <laughs> no, 
they just keep going because this man a, yeah. stole a car. There's a there's a mix, and I'm and I'm conflicted. There's a mix between like this looks fucking great, and this 40 minute car chase is full of the most intense, pretty much real car crashes you're going to see on film, mm-hmm. and many lives were in constant danger during this. Uh, so it's it is very much a roar yeah. thing. Like yeah, it's wild know. to watch. Like roar isn't as well made. I don't think it's interesting because it's wild animals, and you have even less control over wild animals than you do over you know cartwheeling cars. But um, <laughs> but yeah. it's very much a similar thing to roar. And I but I find myself a lot more intrigued by it because it's the car crashes feel so real because they are, and you don't get that in film. Like. You don't get that as much in film, and you don't get as much like big iron as is in this film. Yeah. Um, I mean, here's the thing: the, the the argument likes to be made a lot on the internet by stupid people when they say things like, "You couldn't make this movie today. You could not make this movie today no. the way it was conceived and shot and executed. You couldn't do it. There are too many regulations in place where you would never be able to do this." Yeah. But it but it's the 1970s. No one knew any better. It's not like they were breaking rules. They were just, I mean, they had the permission of every city council and sheriff's department in the entire, wherever they were filming. So, I mean, were people's lives in danger? Yes. It was also the 1970s. (laughs) People were burning their faces on easy bake ovens that they sold at Sears. (laughs) (laughs) And it took like another 10 years for people to go, maybe we shouldn't sell those things to children. (laughs) Bag full of broken glass. <laughs> yes, exactly. How are people burning themselves in an easy bake oven? Isn't that's yeah, pretty easy? The little tiny watt bulb thing. Those things got hot. Yeah, yeah. I, can, I mean, I never had one. I just thought it was like a one watt. I think. Bulb. I think what was probably happening was people were putting like hundred watt ceiling bulbs in there and be like, <laughs> "I'm gonna cook these cupcakes in a minute." <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Listen, Chrissy, take too long of these fucking tiny cupcakes. Daddy said he wanted a cupcake. You better have one before I finish my next Miller High Life. <laughs> yeah, Habst. Yeah, Chrissy. By the time I'm that's in, what kids were named. By the time I'm the down to the end of this Viceroy. <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh yeah, that's a the sponsor fun, yeah. of the film. The F1 driver, right? Or the, F, the the car guy, whoever he was, mm-hmm. Joey Parnelli or whatever he was. Yeah, AJ Foyt. Yeah. Uh, it's not AJ Foyt. I know it's not. <laughs> this guy wasn't even sponsored. Like. Wasn't even sponsored by Marlboro. He was that Viceroy. He, yeah, he was sponsored by Viceroy. Yeah, yeah, sponsored by a defunct cigarette. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, you pretty much at the top you have like Parliament, <laughs> and then a couple layers below you have Viceroys. No, I'm just I'm, right. In, the hierarchy is cigarettes. Yeah. Well, the hierarchy in real life, I think, was Marlboro. Oh, I know. I'm just kidding. Yeah. I'm just, yeah. just using names of cigarettes that are also political and then, positions. Yes, man. NASCAR was sponsored. <laughs> It was all Winston Cup up until like five years ago. It was mm-hmm. all yeah, when no one was buying Winstons anymore. People right. were like, "What the fuck? Who's Winston?" Guy yeah. <laughs> okay, from Ghostbusters. <laughs> my mom smoked Winstons, and I didn't even know that it was the Winston Cigarette yeah. and Cancer Company. <laughs> it's Bush League. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I, so, anyway, I, like I said, I I I am just. I think I'm fighting that moral dilemma harder now than before yeah. like i and i just it, it it greatly diminishes my enjoyment of this because my adultingness has taken over and just like i can't watch that and not think 
dear God, why are you trying to kill these poor innocent people on the side of the road? So yeah, I I honestly don't think there was consideration or right. or yeah. the common wisdom at the time, or there weren't enough yeah. people on the crew that cared yeah i guess i i just i i'm so tired of the like that's how it was or that's how it is argument you know mm-hmm. and instead of like taking responsibility like i mean you know claiming the 70s were loosey-goosey deadly or whatever it's because you know business or capitalism took over morality in the 70s basically like <laughs> that's where it pretty much like the the pivot really started shifting for a long time. Well, I mean, I'm just saying, like, it, it truly, like, I mean, it was always pushing the lines, but I feel like, you know, it, it totally took over the 50% edge in there and, you know, gained house control, if you will. Uh, you know, so I'm saying. I believe it was the Industrial Revolution. Sure, that, yeah, it's uh, probably Henry morality. Ford, maybe, yeah. yeah. But yeah. Anywho, yeah, I'm just saying, I'm fighting a weird moral battle of, like, this movie is, like, just seems irresponsible. And it's hard, it's hard to enjoy it when you're, like, I just, I watch, like, 45 minutes of Fury Road earlier today. And it's like, that is hundred percent enjoyment because it's like, I know everything about this was done with utmost safety. And that was what was on everyone's mind and not like do it or die. It doesn't matter, you know, but also Fury Road could have had, it could have a, 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 a stuntman moves an inch the wrong direction. Sure. And that movie is a, is a tragedy that never gets released. And we all hate George Miller forever because he murdered a stuntman. Right. I, I, I mean, I don't, I don't, I, I mean, I will make my, uh, God, I forgot the guy's name. My, uh, John Landis. I mean, I'll make my John Landis oh, jokes yeah. or whatever, but like, you know, like I don't actually, it's not like I stopped watching the Blues Brothers or something like that or things like that because. There's another movie where people almost murdered got killed a pe- by cars. People in another movie. I'm just like, I, I, I like I said, this was just this felt is, irresponsible, and to call it good is like feels insulting because it's like it's lucky, but it's not good. Like that's that's like the difference of the guy who accidentally makes the last minute three pointer while falling all over versus the guy who just like and has confidence and knows what he's doing. Yeah, yeah you wouldn't go like, oh wow, that guy's really good. You no, know, he just he caught a really fucking lucky shot and didn't kill anyone with a basketball. I don't know. It's a bad metaphor. <laughs> <laughs> Only three people in history have been killed by basketball. That's true. So yeah. yeah, it's pretty pretty poor metaphor. But I I understand I understand your your point of view. Um, you got to kill three people with one Larry Bird. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I. I mean, it, it's it's enough. I mean, I I don't want to bring all of this down. Like I said, I just it's where I'm coming from. It's the kind of quandary I'm having in my brain of like when I see what I feel like is irresponsible filmmaking. I, I can't call that good, but I I do not want to like bring down talking about necessarily what happens. It, at the end of the day, it happened. It is on film. I can't change that. I mean, the the fact of the matter is, like like we've established, it, people generally aren't doing this going forward. You know, so I mean, like you know, you don't want to throw the baby out with the bathwater. It is on film. It is a, it is a product. You know, like we can't go back and undo time. We can't turn back time, as Cher said. And so, like, it's on film. You might as well judge it as a thing, as a, as a, as a standing work of art. You know, it's like saying I can't enjoy the Road of Bones in Mongolia because of how it was made, or not Mongolia, but Siberia. But you know, it's like it's like don't drive on that because of how it was made. It's like, well, all right, but we need to. So, yeah. 
Yeah. So I mean, I'm saying like it, it, the fact of what it is is it remains, and that that is unchanged. So might as well judge the piece of art as it stands now. Mm-hmm. We don't have to worry about it. The history repeating itself. I wouldn't think in terms of no future movie making. So no. I'd hope not. Yeah. Um. <laughs> that'd be. Uh. Uh. Like Chuck said, you can't make this uh, anymore. Yeah. But, no. Um, but yeah, yeah, we have, so we have 40 seconds of just abject danger and, or 40 minutes of abject danger. And mm-hmm. I don't even know if we can go through it all because there's so much that happens. Like the primary things are the interstate car crash where he accidentally gets clipped by the Cadillac and, and actually lost consciousness and when he woke up, the first thing he said was, did we get coverage of it? Yeah, I think did the car sort of like it clipped him, sort of 180 him and slammed him sideways into a phone pole, it looked like. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. yeah just um, to... I think. Yeah, because it was really hard to tell because the, the main damage is on the left side of the car. Mm-hmm. Uh, but he got also but he got clipped on the left side of the car. So I think he might have spun backwards mm-hmm. into the pole like he spun uh, looking top down, he spun clockwise into the pole. Mm-hmm. Uh, but where the car came to a rest, it's it's kind of hard to tell, and it's it's very fast in the footage. But holy shit, what a like you only see it like that in real life for the most part, right? Um, but there's and, and what they were attempting to do was insane to begin with because he is in the far lane and he is trying to cut across like eight lanes of traffic to get over to the exit. Uh, yeah, because the, the the cops are behind him on that lane. He just cuts hard left to get right. off the highway. The car that clips him was supposed to stop a second earlier, and it doesn't. And so that's how he hit that pole. But still, I mean, still careening across eight lanes of traffic was an insane move to begin with. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, absolutely. So, Even though it do- did, it did look like that is one of the roads that they had pretty well yeah, yeah. Uh, cordoned off for. And, and to um, paint the through line, just this sort of rant this action sort of ramps up because he's spotted at the hotel or whatever you know he's just gotten out to rip the alarm wire just to get back to that that's how this whole thing starts they're like not a businessman get him and so it's like one detective's car kind of sort of gives him chase until it's like the hey calling other cars we got the car thief as you know well those detectives have a murder boner for him (laughs) oh yeah absolutely they are the ones who are like fuck all y'all right black and whites we yeah. are going to stunt just as yeah. much as he is stunting right. and my last little piece of, of possible downer thing and it, it's only because it's like it's slightly based on real life now is like you know most car chase things like this don't happen now but you know we don't get the oj style car chases anymore <laughs> typically well, speaking not in th- california there not, are a lot of states that yeah. still do high speed yeah pursuit. not usually for Florida like that included. long like i mean not the prolongness yeah. of or anything that like we used to have i mean they will still do high-speed pursuits but generally speaking they have mandates of like when it gets to certain populated neighborhoods and things where it could potentially do more damage than whatever crime they committed especially in this right. case a fucking car thief <laughs> you know like, well this guy did steal 47 49 cars they don't know they're, that. they're all just cars though i mean fair enough like not a murderer not a rapist like i mean i'm saying like you know that's yeah. the guy you can go and they were all insured so sure not right. that big of a deal. i'm just saying like to me theft on the on the list of, sure like, yeah yeah you know well, i mean they've got helicopters they've got airplanes they know where he's going to end up just follow him i'm just saying like i don't i don't know that you could steal literally anything and, and deserve death 
Oh, mm. sure. Yeah. Like, I don't know. Like, I mean, like, unless, it's another I mean unless it's like, you know, to the detriment of, of somebody else. Like, I mean, like, like I know all theft is, but I mean, like, if you go and like steal a child's insulin or something like that, okay, yes, fine, fucking murder that thief. But I'm, I'm saying like <laughs> you heard it here first, murder that thief. Well, I'm saying like you know a car thief, like really, like is death. Like I don't care. You, you yeah, st- not that big of a deal. You stole a hundred thousand cars. I don't really give a shit. Like I mean, I do. It's that crime's bad, but you know, like you killed one person, that's worse than the hundred thousand car thief guy. I'm just saying, right? In my, right. In my my mind, but whatever. Uh, but not in the seventies. Not in the seventies, because like I said, this is just these detectives are like you also couldn't a little do, bit more the, more cars yeah. join until it's like get the copters, get everybody. Fucking yeah, chaos. it's like it's Blues Brothers yeah. amounts of cop cars getting fucked up. But um, and it, and it it seems to um, like he almost seems to get caught. I think three or four times. Like he and yeah, he, he and gets he had, cornered three or four. And he times. has to he has to ditch and switch towards the end. But that's so the that's first all. like two or three yeah. times he is caught. Basically, he just right. goes. Nah. <laughs> well, the cops do a really bad job of trying to pin him in. They, they always leave a car-shaped hole. Well, was was the first one the big hill? Is that where they first kind of pin him? The first one was the park. All oh, right, yeah. Where the guy, yeah, where they, right. everybody's the, laying the one down guy's on the, on the, the He's just yeah. like, maybe if I scoot over, you can get away. Yeah, one, yeah there's one of the I think he's. Like, I think he's thinking, maybe if I scoot over, you won't run over me and yeah. kill me. Probably. Um, but yeah, that's what he's doing. He's just waiting for a clear path. Mm-hmm. He's like, yeah, yeah that guy's out of my way. Fuck it. Yeah, they sort of corner him in the the most populated uh, city park in, in history. It's like a right. festival's going on. It's the 70s. There's nothing oh, else to right. do. Yeah. <laughs> you go to the that's, park. That's true. The one kid did come running out just to steal a single uh, car- carnation or whatever the hell was on the Mercedes Benz. Like, yeah. I'm going to steal one of these wedding flowers. Yeah. Flower. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but they didn't have the internet or telephones. A, oh, I just or... realized it was a carnation <laughs> car. Uh, yeah. It was an auto nation, actually. It's like instant breakfast. Um <laughs> But uh, real quick, one of the other reasons that you couldn't do this with in the 2000s or 2020s uh, is because every car would shatter hmm. yes. just into a million pieces. Yes. Um, every yeah. car in this takes six to ten hits. Like, the, like even the ones that get wrecked, like they could probably drive away. There, there's one recurring group of characters who get wrecked and continue to be recurring characters driving yeah, along. Yeah, one, one Bravo 11 Mike. 29er <laughs> what <laughs> billy's car billy oh oh billy well billy's car but but also the the one bravo mike 11 or 9 or 27 <laughs> car the one that one cop car the one yes shitty mon yes montegro or whatever because that car in giving chase will will get like a secondary hit to whatever uh uh barricade right right it always gets the like the second tier yeah hit that uh, that Eleanor's taken, so yes. it'll it'll just get a a knock on yes. effect if you will. And it, that car sucks. Like that's a <laughs> yeah, shitty car, yeah, but is. that car takes a beating and is still fucking stunting around in the end. Like I'm gonna fucking catch you. You have, yeah, I caught you on a stakeout, and you're my collar or whatever. I mean, these guys are so hardcore. Like we are gonna fucking catch this guy, and they don't. No, <laughs> <laughs> suckers. Um. Yeah, no, he gets away. He does switch towards the end. Like, his car... I mean, there's, like, one final ramp thing he does that they... they, Yeah, so there's... Jackie Chan the shit out of, because it's, like, shows it from, like, three different angles, and then, like, super slow motion. And then, I think the best... They also have a freeze frame. Well, I think the best part is, like, it's doing all the, like, slow motion things, and then it's smash cut back into full speed one more time, just be like, hey... Full speed is... Frightening as shit. Yeah. yeah. So what what happened was um, there was a wreck unrelated to this car chase. Like yeah. 
amazing. There were 1,400 wrecks that happened because of this car chase. There was actually one that wasn't caused by this car chase. And they're like and they cops on the it. scene. <laughs> <laughs> right. And they crashed into it anyway. But there it, are it cops and paramedics and everything was... on the scene that are like trying to clear everything away. And there are people with like that are being taken away with concussions and ambulances and shit. <laughs> and they roll up on the scene and what's his name? One of the sabotage guys, the main one. Um, Mandalorian. Mandalorian, yeah. Yeah, Mike D. Lorian. <laughs> um, he's, he actually tries to stop. Like, he yes. he breaks and uh, it doesn't work. I guess the brakes are shot by, you know, by minute 45 of this Be- fucking chase. stunting. Yes. <laughs> also, the brakes were thinking, you don't need us. <laughs> yeah, right. We're taking a break. <laughs> and it was the 70s, so it was drum brakes all the way around, and those just unreliable. <laughs> and, yeah, vaults over dead bodies or whatever Mm -hmm. um one of the great things is the slow-mo shows how hard that car hits oh yeah um it's like every car jump you've seen in the 70s and 80s the car comes down and you're like oh that car's fucked right only in the next scene it's not a completely fine car it's the same car yeah but they show like the front end is just a fountain of (laughs) fluids spilling out everywhere another yes. thing that you could just fucking do in the 70s yeah just oh yeah just pollute the ground with yeah. all your fluids <laughs> <laughs> right but that's something that you also just don't generally see is is that in the hero shot yeah but you get you get all of it um hmm. <laughs> and that's that's the most significant stunt then yeah. he that, that's, drives off that's well, one time when i think that they they like legitimately couldn't have driven that car off because it had no fucking coolant left in it. Oh, yeah. More than likely, they were like, all right, shut down production, bring in the mechanic for 20 thing. minutes. Yeah. yeah. Um, so the the two things building up to that that I find entertaining is is when they get to the part of town that is just car lot central and like they go to there's this Mazda dealership that oh, yeah. they drive yeah. through and another dealership that a car, a police car crashes into the lot and like the front row of like five straight cars just gets fucking wrecked. Oh yeah, the 1972 <laughs> Cadillac Domino. Yeah. It's <laughs> So there's there's just stunts through these car lots and you're like, "Jesus." <laughs> but they're all of course writing it off to insurance. The the other thing that that I don't know brings me joy is that so he will like stunt through an intersection and cause a horrific accident. Like a a trash truck will almost murder a lady who's trying to get across the street and uh, the trash cut catches on fire and it's bad. But for some reason, he just keeps kind of like stunting around the intersection a few more times. <laughs> yeah. Like this is more of an excuse just to keep filming the carnage that has happened. But he will just like go somewhere else and then take a couple of lefts and then come back around like, hey, glad you're all OK. Anyway, I'm a car thief. Bye. See ya. And then the way that he gets away is, is driving into a car wash. Yeah. With his fucking wrecked ass car. Well, and- he finally. <laughs> so he hits that jump. Yes. And um, the police cars, like 13 police cars, crash into all the other crashed cars. Right. Because they're just like, you know what? Fuck it. And they can't follow him <laughs> through the carnage. Yeah, so I, I really don't understand. Like, he had he had police helicopters following him for uh, a second. Mm-hmm. And then he, somehow he lost them. And then there just became this excuse of, like, ah, the next one's 20 minutes out. So, like. They all get stuck. Ran out of fuel. They all get stuck at that intersection where he leapt over it. Yeah. So it just gives them enough time to, like, luckily drive by and be like, "Hey, look, there's a 
you know another Eleanor. Yeah, there's another yellow uh, Mustang Yellenor. with a black racing stripe straight down the middle. Yellownor. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so just pulls in there and is like, "Hey, run my car through the drive or uh, car wash, and then I'm going to go around and give this bullshit story to the lady that owns the other one." Is like, "We've got to wash your car again, ma'am. Just go wait in the manager's office. I'll drive it around for yeah. you." She's and like, "Okie dokie." And then he's just like, "Bye." And that's the thing. See, people in the '70s deserved shit like that. There that are so many. <laughs> My favorite one of those is when the one dude who has read in Playgirl magazine about Lyle Wagoner's favorite car goes to the car wash where his car is getting detailed, and is just like, "Hey, man, I'm here to pick up Lyle Wagoner's car." And the guy's like, "Yeah, whatever, dude. I don't think you're him." And he's like, "I'm not him. I'm picking up his car." He's like, "Yeah, right on." So he takes. He's just like, "All right, see ya." And then his manager comes over and is just like, "Seconds." No, it's it's the guy that's the, actually there to pick up okay. Lyle Wagoner's yeah. car. Mm-hmm. Seconds later, yes, mm-hmm. and he's like, "Oh, you drove it away, man." And he's like, he's like. I'm going to have you fired. He's like, you got any drugs? <laughs> He's just asking, you got any uppers? <laughs> He's just asking oh, drug no. questions. Well, okay, so this guy's so baked out. The guy says, um, I'm here to pick it up. Uh-huh. And the guy hears up and thinks uppers. <laughs> right. So, yeah, man, yeah. I'm into that, oh, too. Well, the guy's threatening me. Actually, I believe the top, the Law Wagner's uh, tough guy is basically like, is your insurance all paid up? Yeah. And he's like, uh, yeah, that's you got it's... any uppers? <laughs> and it's like, what? <laughs> this guy just threatened your life, or at least serious bodily harm. And... He is he is living the dream, <laughs> man. He's just, he's, he's just working at a car wash. What was it? What was it? Skateboarding? Skate lifing? What was that? What was our pinball machine? Skateballing. Skate, skateball. Skateball, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it was like our Living dream. Skateball life. Yeah, the skateball pinball machine. It was just like, that's when the, the artwork and it just looks like everyone's doing all right. Yeah. It's, yes. just, it's a good time. Yes. Speaking of which, uh, Matthew McConaughey from, uh, God damn it, what Days, is, and Confused. Days and Confused pops out to help this one lady that gets hurt. Right. <laughs> I'm just saying, this, this blonde dude with like the, the same that's, mustache. That's instantly yeah. why I said, ma'am, yeah. are you all <laughs> right, 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 right? <laughs> Are you are you on fire right now? You'd be a lot cooler if you weren't. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But yeah, uh, so yeah. he just drives that drives that car off and uh, passes by the Billy car again. Which uh, did yeah. we even mention them? Well, like, okay. So the the best part of him, he had no idea this would work the way it works out. Sure. But so the man the the APB has gone out on him in his dumb sabotage outfit. The manager of the car wash just happens to look like that. Yeah. So when the cops roll up, they're like, got him. <laughs> yeah. There's, well, the, he... there's the wrecked car. Yeah. Well, and... the, yeah, the lady's just seen her, what she thinks has her car yes. come out. She's like, all oh, my fucked God. Up. And she's like, oh. <laughs> she oh. literally yeah. gets the she papers. Gets, she gets the papers, and the manager's like, ma'am, are you okay? And then that's the guy. They're like, excuse me, sir, get on the car. Yeah. And he's like, oh, what's going on here? Yeah. And he pulls his, like, while he's driving off, he pulls his wig and mustache and changes yeah. his coat. All that. And then he gets to a police checkpoint and is about to give the the cop his driver's license and then the call comes over the radio, we got him, and he's like he's like, All right, sir, no more no more police checkpoint. You're good to go. Later, nerds. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then yes, that's when they meet back up with Billy. You can bumblebee on your way. I mean I know it's a Camaro, but yeah. it's still the same Close paint. Enough. It's the same paint job. Sure. It's yellow. <laughs> with a black like stripe. A <laughs> um but yeah, there so all throughout the car chase, there has been a car full of six people who are who were told to just have a good time. <laughs> just talk. Just talk and have a good time. And Except for Billy, who I assume is driving. We never actually see him because I assume he's just a stunt driver or something. Cause... 
Like we, all you yeah, see is all, see all you see face. is his hair, and his hair is fantastic. But yeah, yeah, he he has Utes, he has, bunch of Utes. He has, he has air quotes. Billy on the side of his car, which makes me think: Are you not a William? Are you mm, like he's a billion? Yeah. <laughs> well, maybe that's what it is. He's just an air quotes Billy, and he, right? Not really. Maybe Billy. the car is called Billy. Uh, they could have named the car Billy. That's true. Because it was on both we named sides. The car Billy. Normally, they have like you know, <laughs> if you're going to have your names, you're, you have your one name on one side and one name on right. the other. So the car was pilot, named. co-pilot, right? Yeah, right. Maverick. Mm-hmm. Goose, yeah, um, yeah. So they're in a lot, mm-hmm. and the payoff with them is not good either way. No. Like the first time, they're sort of involved in an accident, only kind of. But another it's car enough, crashes into yeah, them. Yeah. It's enough to fuck up their car to where the next time we see them, they're bouncing up and down in the car because their car is fucking wrecked. But they like stop for gas, and they're like, "Man, this car sucks." Yeah, what are we gonna do? And then that's when you know Mandalorian passes by him, and he's like, "Hey, see you later, Billy." Honk honk. Yeah. Beep beep. <laughs> Smell you later, nerds. <laughs> Bye. Directed by. Credits. H B Toby. Heliki. <laughs> yes. There's 25 more things that happen during that car chase. I mean, it's not an exaggeration. It's a selling point for the film. It is a 40-minute car chase. I think the the, two other things about it, like one, when they've got him parked up on the hill and there's just a million of them with shotguns like, all right, you're done. And then one car is like, I'm going to wreck his shit. (laughs) I'm going to get him. I'm just going to go full speed because you keep seeing this one car just keep coming. It's like, What's that one car doing? And it's just, I'm going to wreck his shit. And he just happens to move out of the way right at the right moment. It's like playing burnout, trying to hit the thing. And at the last minute, you fuck it up. Yeah. Um, I mean, it's not just that it goes up this dirt hill. It's like it goes up kind of sideways. Like everything about it feels squirrely. Like, yeah. It's get, like they're yeah. all going up at this weird angle to get yeah. up there. It's it's yeah. not. And like a couple, it doesn't work a out couple cars, uh, <laughs> a couple cars like high side, yeah. not high side, but they high center on the on the berm mm-hmm. and get stuck and all that. The but then he just get stuck and they're like yeah. push. <laughs> it's like no, it is. Then he just tootles off and another couple cars are like <laughs> fuck it, we're going to make it and do. And yeah. then there are a couple of times when he is in close quarters with police who are like neck and neck with him and they have guns drawn and they're just like gonna shoot you now. <laughs> it's like what the shit. Yeah. What are you doing? He stole a car. <laughs> It's not even yours. It's a fucking country music station DJ. <laughs> that is a weird not payoff too, because it's just like they, you, yeah they you, tell the DJ and then well you see this guy and like I mean I'm like is this guy an actual DJ like was it just like is this a weird cameo that this guy made like I'm just give saying us free promotion if... well that's what I mean it's just like this guy is featured too much in this movie for it to make any sense otherwise because like like I said you see him in the car as he drives up it's like look another Eleanor and they're like hey, check out goatee man there and then there's like this weird reveal shot of him on the radio talking for him enough but it's like it's not darkly lit enough that it's like you can't go hey that's the guy from the car yeah and then eventually the cops walk in and they're like uh, yellow 1973 Mustang license plate is, is this your car and he's like that sounds like my car and that's literally it I, I think it's, the, not, it's never like holy shit you never have that like you know my car yeah. moment that he walks out and, yeah none of that pays off he <laughs> yeah. doesn't like storm out and, right. or anything like that but I think I think you have all that in there so that they can shoot all of that media interview stuff that I they suppose, do yeah. to, to break up the geography of the, yeah, the car chases yeah their radio station is like 
on the cutting edge of news here because I mean it's like well it's constant country K Fox. Well, they got they got like their news van that's like stunting around the city trying to get the stories. Guy jumping out with a pocket tape recorder, like interviewing random folks. They got yeah. the news helicopter. They, they call broke in, my umbrella. Call over there, tr- get <laughs> Chopper Dave in the air, and they got oh, oh they do over. have a plane. Yeah. They have they have the constant country yeah, K Fox airplane. Yeah. So. You know they spelled constant and country with a K. Yeah, I know. It's Mortal yeah. Kombat rules out there. I'm Long sure there Beach. was probably another one in the in the station. Constant <laughs> country, K-Fox. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay, it already yeah. was. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. It's right there in the goddamn yep. title. Yep. Even in California. K. Um, <laughs> man. Nicholas Cage's name in the 2000 version was Memphis Reigns. God damn. Everyone has great names in that movie. <laughs> they were just like, fuck it. Give everyone the stupidest names ever. Kip Reigns. Yep. There was a Toby. Uh-huh. Oh, that's nice. Tumblr. <laughs> Freb. Tumblr. Freb? Like, not Fred? Nope. Freb? Freb. 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 <laughs> that's not a name. <laughs> Ooh, Del- Delroy Lindo's character was Detective Roland Castlebeck. That's a fucking cool name. These are all screenplay names. They're such like, yeah. all right, this guy needs a cool name. <laughs> yep. Vinnie Jones as the Sphinx. <laughs> I'm going to go home and watch Gone in 60 Seconds. You should. It's fun. It's so fucking stupid. Um, but in all the right ways, I think. Am, am I going to enjoy it more than I did going back and revisiting the National Treasure movies? <laughs> Well, those movies have always been not good. Okay, good. I because I've, I've seen God in sixty seconds within the last two years. I just feel like somewhere the world switched and it was like the National Treasure movies are awesome. I'm like, no, it's because people grew up with them, they, and they also just love Nicolas Cage, Nicolas Caging around. Right. But. Yeah, I think that. I, and you know, I'm not. But they, I'm not really here for that. But they they grew up. Okay. With national National Treasure was like their Raiders of the Lost Ark. Mm. Shouldn't. I'm but, so sorry, but that's just that's how time works. So yeah. Hey, whatever. We can't all grow up in the life or death seventies or the who gives a fuck. My favorite movie is National Treasure two thousands, but you know. <laughs> I don't know. I saw them announce that Disney Plus show and people lost their goddamn minds. Wait, what Disney Plus show? National, National Treasure. National Treasure. Oh, Disney does it have Plus. Nick? No. Oh well, who cares? I know. <laughs> I agree the, with. There's you. nothing about that movie that's even remotely interesting without Nicolas Cage. I know. Um, I'm pretty sure they like recast his wife in the second one, and it was just like nobody gave a shit. It was just like never even remotely didn't even know he was married in that <laughs> or girlfriend, whatever the hell it was. I mean, I feel like there was something. Nope, same lady, was it? Yep. Uh, yeah, there, there was some like something between the two. Or maybe they did like, it in uh, between two and three. Yeah. Was there a like, third? No, I, I feel like there's maybe I'm there's a secret a, National Treasure third that's in the movies if you watch should, National it's on Treasure the dollar two. Bill. I just, <laughs> no, I just realized like there's there's probably a. There's all a very was a pretty good sad era because I just realized I also tried to watch the Night of the Museum movies and I was like those also suck. Yeah, I'm like man, if that's your if that's your childhood, man, I'm I so apologize. I don't think I ever really cared to watch those. Was that Ben Stiller? Yeah, yeah. Who gives a shit? And there's like five of them. Yeah, who cares? It's not not because of Ben Stiller. There's like a billion people in all the well yeah there's a billion people in it and i think that's why people watched it but i mean uh, there are they have moments i I would say the national treasure movies are a lot better than or the 
I, the museum movies are a lot better than National Treasure movies. They're at least kind of like fun. Whereas National Treasure is like... Hot takes here on the podcast. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> well, I, just, gotta, I, I got, got that backwards. I mean, yeah. it's like there's at least like you will at least find a moment or two in the National or Night of the Museum movies where it's like, that's okay. <laughs> but the National Treasure movies are just like, you know, watered down Indiana Jones movies, things that are not good. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Right. <laughs> <laughs> that, that was really good. Um. I've seen a lot of Nick Cage. <laughs> I think we need to rate this movie. <laughs> yeah. One of five jocks. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know where that accent is going. Um, it's fun. Yeah. Let, let us rate this now. Okay. Okay. Go ahead. Oh, you want me to do it? Sure. I, I never go first. Well, I rarely go first. I wanted to give you the opportunity. Okay. But you need to be done within 60 seconds. <laughs> okay. I'm going to put myself on the clock. Go. You gotta start going. <laughs> I'm going, <laughs> Chuck. Yeah, I think this is a three jocks movie. Okay. Yeah, three jocks. Um, it would it would be significantly higher were it not such a. And I know we love reckless disregard for stuntmen. That's kind of kind of our thing. But there is something that is so brutal about a lot of these car crashes that it gives me a roar vibe in in the wrong ways. So I have to I have to deduct points for it. And I I feel like I'm like I could almost in a slightly different world or if I knew that there were like several p- people less injured by this movie um, I feel there's a world in which I could go five jocks but it is it is not currently this world does that make sense? yes yeah so three jocks with an option to to get four <laughs> later okay good uh before I rate this, since we've been talking about Roar so much, it's odd that we didn't mention the most Roar-like scene in this film, which is when they go to the Hungry Tiger to steal a car, and in the back seat is literally a Hungry Tiger. All right. Well, we don't know he's hungry. We, I don't speak tiger. <laughs> yeah. There was the macrame hottie and then the tiger in the back. Yes, we were distracted by <laughs> the lady wearing macrame nothing, yeah. and... Dude gets in the car to steal it, looks in the back seat, and literally a tiger is like, and he's like, fuck this. And he runs out, leaves the door open, and the tiger chases him. That's the most dangerous part of this movie is a fucking tiger on the loose. (laughs) Um, I agree with BJ. Three jocks. It is, uh, I I don't have a problem with the recklessness of it. I mean, I just don't because of the era. If it was made now, I would be furious. I would be (laughs) writing a letter, but everyone in this is dead, so (laughs) I don't care. Um, It it would be higher if the first half of it didn't suck ass, but I do appreciate that the movie might as well hold up a sign and say, take a break now. Go get snacks, go to the bathroom, oh, whatever. Oh, yeah, there's a whole, like, jazzy break. It, it, it He wanders through the collection of cars that he's stolen while they keep cutting back to Pumpkin, who is crying because... I feel like she... It's, this it, is when he's going to go take back yeah. Eleanor. I yeah, feel like it's yeah. implied that she knows that she's sending him to his death, or, but he's not because he's fine at the end. I, I think it's just her character's dumb moral quandary of... I, 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 I just I, feel like this was, like, you know, 
the slow walk and everything was sure. like he's it's, ruining the deal because he's oh. having to take back right. the and even though he says car, we have yeah. plenty of time to get this last car he takes us it the scene is stupid but the, the it is literally a break for you to go you know what I'll be back <laughs> I feel like there's an exact same scene like a one for one in the 2000 version of Gone in 60 Seconds, where he's walking through this, like, hall of cars, and he's psyching himself up for something. Probably. Yeah. It's probably the last, let's go get these last eight cars. Yeah. Go. <laughs> See. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, but but as, as lousy as that scene is, it, it's neat that it exists in a way that you can go, okay, this is a drive-in movie, and this was, like, get out of your car, they might as well have put up a countdown clock. Honestly, yeah. it was just so completely obvious that this is the clean break of, okay, the first part of the movie is over. You're going to want to be back here in about three and a half minutes for the actual reason that you're here. So right. I, I just, that's a neat little time capsule wrapped in a stupid scene. <laughs> Um, okay, so despite everything that I said earlier, I'm still going to give this two jucks. Hey. Um, I mean... Like I said, it, it's it's not that it angers me. I, I did not. I was not enjoying at all the beginning parts of this movie, especially like when one of his first action scenes is like might as well be in complete darkness. I mean, it's like the first time where it's like, oh, we actually like someone realizes we're stealing a car and we're not just mildly stunting away from a, a car theft. You know, like this is like someone's going to give me chase and it's like no idea what happens in that scene. It it's is a bad choice. It is all darkness. Very bad choice. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, but I feel it, like they think they were trying to do something with that. Sure. And it didn't work out. It didn't work at all. Uh, I think, but I, I, I guess there's, there's, there is a level of like, wow, you, you just don't, other than like watching crash test footage, you don't see cars collide with each other in films like this ever. Uh, but I think what what's kind of almost more entertaining are some people's semi-poor acting choices in, in overreactions to things because like I, we didn't mention like uh, when he's stunting around the Buick slash Cadillac dealership whatever it is oh that there, there, there's a lady that's like the floor manager there who's trying to call in like as stuff is happening like we need service over here for a car and just by the end he's like crashing into fucking everything and she just again basically gets the vapors and it's just like i give up oh and just it's just it's just funny some people's reactions and then some people's complete lack of reactions yeah or, you know uh lactions would that be um but yeah just like sometimes there's weird things where it's like people are just like oh what's what's going on there is that a car driving at me like at 90 miles an hour directly <laughs> at me should i get out of the way because like there's a lady pushing a grocery cart across the street that a cop has to grab and like do the dramatic get out of the way and it's well, like i think she would have walked her own self to safety uh, maybe by the yeah. time like it they were for just as trying long to make... as it took that cop to get yeah. out of the car I, maybe. And... I just felt like she was like is that a whole pile of cars coming at me very quickly you know, uh, <laughs> but also I'm really glad for that scene because that shopping cart got obliterated. Oh yeah, they it, fucked it, that yeah. thing up. Yeah, and and there's just there's funny little asides, I guess. I mean, some of them are that are like meant to be funny, aren't? Like the like the Billy Carr folks are not great. Like we spend too much no. time with them for no payoff, basically. No, it does not pay off well for um, the amount of time that we right. spend with them. But, I mean, like, then you get little things where it's like there's some random biker dudes who are just kind of, you know, he <laughs> weaves in and out of them, and then, like, 
the cop they just kind of get in the way of the cops not completely like not like totally disrupt them but they're just flipping him the bird as he's like they're kind of like you know full backing for him a little bit you know so yeah. it's just kind of funny it's like uh anywho um yeah so two jocks i mean like i said it's it's a it is a marvel it is a thing i oh this is part of the mcu yeah oh wicked i, I, I don't uh I don't think I want to watch it again because, yeah, I mean, like I said, I, maybe in a different, I mean, this is something maybe in 10 years or five years I'll be in a different mindset and revisit, but I feel like, you know, as it, as it is today, I just, I've I've already, prior to this movie, I've already kind of had like a, a, a moral issue that I've been fighting with of like the boomer generation just kind of. Destroying everything and then throwing their hands up and going, oopsie. Yeah, kind of. And I mean, I mean, yeah. well, just sort of like that reckless disregard of like, we ruined everything and then like now you can't have any fun because we did it all in, in, in one day. We, yeah, we yeah, had all we, the we, it Yeah, all. we Project X the world and terribly sorry. Not the not the dead monkey movie, the party movie. Yeah. Um, <laughs> um, they don't all die in Project X. <laughs> But never describe that movie as the dead monkey. Well, okay. Movie. I mean, the monkeys were in danger. Flying monkey. Movie, okay, maybe that sounds like the monkey actually like. I think flies, some monkeys like, died. Plenty does. of monkeys died. Like spoiler alert, like a Jesus. spider monkey or like like a sugar no, like glider. An F- Fourteen monkey. A sugar right? glider is not really a monkey. That's a kind of squirrel. sugar glider water. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> I'm, I'm I'm done rambling. I'm just. It's a it's a thing. It's a it is a it is a, a unique thing. I just don't know that it's going to be something i want to revisit because like i said there's just that there's it sort of like excess slash you know fuck the world it doesn't matter like other people aren't important you know we don't care about the environment yeah blah 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 i will say for sure if you're in our audience you should you should probably watch this it's going to be up your alley in some way even though like you know there are issues it's it's going to be most of you are going to find I'm, something. To, I'm sorry to, really to be enjoy. like the guy who had that take on it. It's just like I said. It's just I, yeah, I, I, I it's irresponsible filmmaking kind of stuff. And, sure, because yeah. um, we made we made the joke about stuntmen giving their lives, but I, I I legitimately do not enjoy watching people get hurt on film. Like like that's right. not what I you know I want the illusion of that. <laughs> well, everyone's perfectly safe. So there was a bit of fuckery with this movie when it started to come out on later VHS versions, and then DVD, and then Blu-ray. The entire soundtrack that we heard is not the original soundtrack to the film. Hmm. It had an actual 70s soundtrack. So, like, when we were saying things like, what is this <laughs> George Michael oh, so, song so, playing? So, so the weird, I want your sex montage yeah. over this neck bar break? Yeah, none of that was there. Parts one and two, it, not, it, not part three, yeah. just, just so you know. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> it, it had a legit soundtrack. I... I'm not saying it would have made it any better given how much the first half is not good and how great the second half is, uh-huh. no matter what the sound is, but it would have been interesting to see. I, I don't know the reason for that. I don't know if this has like been special edition because he passed away in like the eighties and this is his estate putting this out. So 89, I believe it said yeah. in credits. So, you know, I don't, I don't know the exact reason for that. There's no information about that. Well, the that end credits there. that it wouldn't have been on because right. this movie came out in 1974. Right. So that, that just just be aware that the, the original version more than likely doesn't exist. There may be there may be like a private film version that got out there and might be on the internet somewhere, but and there was at one time a copy on YouTube that got taken down. Um how long did it take them to do that? 60 seconds because these people are quick with the lawsuits, man. <laughs> hmm. They are yeah. they are all over 
they sued some guy that had a YouTube channel that named his car Eleanor, mm. and it was like his project car, and they sued him and took the car and made him take all the videos down. Wait, wait, hold, hold who did? The people I, that own this movie? Or? Yeah, like his, his oh. widow and the estate. Oh, cool. So more things in the plus column of <laughs> right. the legacy yeah. of this movie. Great. I don't think Toby would have done that if he was still alive. Yeah. Sure. That's not what Toby wanted. Toby ain't about that, man. No. Toby's all about the... Toby's like, if you want to love Eleanor, you could love her too, man. There's plenty of Eleanor to go around. I I will say my last comment on this movie is that I do now have a a problem a new problem with the uh remake and that is that it is not a yellow it's not a yellow nor it's silver. Yeah, it's dumb. Just yeah. yellow car. Should have been a yellow car. Like I said, I'm pretty sure it's like a nearly stainless steel Shelby Cobra in the remake. I seem to remember that for some reason, but I, I'll, I'll go Should have been yellow. Yeah. Probably because they knew they would get sued by the estate. Of... Well, no, the, the estate was on board with the oh. with the remake. Mm. Totally well, they would board. have to be. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, because they get sued <laughs> into the fucking ground. Hey, you can't make <laughs> that. Anyway, if you want to get uh, one or two of those extra bonus podcasts from us, uh, you should join our Patreon at patreon.com slash bevcast. That's where you can get uh, extra bonus Turbo awesome things like uh, BMF Cast Extra, yeah, cool stuff that other people are, or cool stuff that's not our our normal Prime episode. Anyway, like it's it's a really low barrier to entry. You can like throw a dollar a month and you'll get some some extra stuff uh, and a whole back catalog of extra stuff you can watch, which will last you months and months and months and months. Oh, forever, mm-hmm. nearly forever. Um, but. Uh, that's just to support what we do here and to you know pay the bills and we appreciate if you contribute but it's not required um if you for some reason don't want to throw money at us or don't have money to throw at us you can always throw us a uh throw us a like or an itunes review or share it with your friends Uh, that's a really good way to help us out and uh make what we do uh stick and stick around um but if you just uh, are new to the podcast for some reason and want to check us out on the socials or um, on our website, go to bmfcast.com, and that's got all that stuff there for you. Or uh, if you want to email us, you can get in touch with us, bmf at bmfcast.com. And if you want to call us and have us not pick up but leave a voicemail, nine one zero five jocks bmf or nine one zero five five six nine two six three. Right. Anything on. else? No. Cool. I mean, I guess technically people could send us text messages there, too. I mean, just as another form of communication. Yeah, yeah. If you want to text us at 905 that's cool. I think you can do that. Yeah. You can. We've tested yeah. it. Yeah. I will respond to you. <laughs> I guarantee that I will respond to you uh, within uh, a frame of time to be determined later. Oh, you could have said within 60 seconds. No, I'm not going to do that. <laughs> Come on. No, because you never, know, what, you what never know what time it is in Belgium. What if I'm, I'm jacking it? <laughs> Chuck. Yeah. Put it down and answer the text. What if he's got his Brussels on his muscles? <laughs> you should have said you'll be done in 60 seconds oh. anyway. Yeah. Mm. True. Yeah, you could have insulted my manhood. I would never. You should. Okay. <laughs> Your manhood sucks. That's my stupid ass manhood. Yeah, that's my kink. Please keep going. <laughs> I'm almost done. <laughs> done in 60 seconds. Yeah. Okay. Anyway, yeah. let's let's get out of here, shall we? Yes. I'm Harlow. I'm BJ. I'm Chuck. And this is Bamcast Out. And I'm finished. <laughs>